Hello, this is Jim Kilgore, Certified Financial Planning Professional here at 401 Advisor, and I am the host of the 401 Advisor podcast. Today on our show, we will be walking through whether or not it's possible to pay 0% taxes in retirement, and if so, what it takes to get there. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the show host and should not be construed as investment, legal, or tax advice. The information used is believed to be from reliable sources and is not an offer to buy or sell or to participate in any investment strategy. Investing in securities products, including variable insurance, involves risk, including the loss of principal. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. I am a financial advisor with 401 Advisor and a registered representative of Ciro's Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Ciro's and 401 Advisor are not affiliated. There is a common saying that goes something like this. The only thing that is guaranteed in life is death and taxes. Sometimes it sure does feel like that. Over the years, I have read and studied many different retirement saving strategies. But a couple of years ago, I stumbled upon a strategy known as the 0% tax bracket strategy. Now, this will not be for everyone because some people really enjoy paying taxes. So if you're one of those folks, you might just want to press stop and go about your day. However, if you're the kind of person that looks to pay as little as possible in taxes while you are in retirement, then please stay tuned. Traditional pensions are almost a thing of the past for most of us. There are still some places you can work where, they, where you will get a traditional pension. By that I mean you work for an employer for a set number of years and you get a lifetime income that you can't outlive when you retire. But according to Towers Watson, only about 5% of employers currently offer a traditional pension. That leaves most of us on the hook for saving for our own retirement or counting on Social Security for our retirement income when we quit working. I think many would agree that it might not be the best thing to count on for 100% of your retirement income from Social Security. Enter the 401k. A 401k is a special account that you can sign up for at work if your employer offers one. And it's designed specifically to help you save for your retirement. And here's the 101 on the 401ks. Despite their popularity today, 401k plans were actually created almost by accident. It started when the Congress uh, passed the Revenue Act of 1978, which included a provision that was added to the Internal Revenue Code Section 401k that allowed employees to avoid being taxed on deferred compensation. In other words, It was something that they threw in to allow highly compensated individuals to save on their current taxes by deferring some of their tax, their, their salary uh, through deferred compensation arrangement. So it was never meant for the common folk, so to speak. In 1980, a benefits consultant named Ted 
Benna referred to Section 401k while researching ways to design more tax-friendly retirement programs for a client. He came up with the idea to allow employees to save pre-tax money into a retirement plan while receiving an employer match. His client rejected the idea, uh, but Benna's own company, the Johnson Companies, became the first company to provide a 401k plan to its workers. And then in 1981, the IRS issued new rules that allowed employees to fund their 401ks through payroll deductions, which kick-started the 401ks popularity. And within two years, nearly half of all big companies were offering 401ks or were considering it, according to the Employee Benefits Research Institute. If your employer offers a 401k and you meet the eligibility requirements, You can enroll in the plan, begin making contributions via your payroll. Many, if not most, employers match at least a portion of your contribution, which is kind of like getting free money. It's supposed to be an incentive to save for retirement as well as an employee benefit to make you stay with your employer longer. Many people default to the tax-deferred account due to the fact that they want the tax deduction today and they'll worry about their taxes later. Because many people believing saving taxes today is better than saving taxes tomorrow. There is a a potential that saving over a long period of time in a tax-deferred account can make taxes in retirement very expensive. For one, we have relatively low marginal tax rates during this time in our nation's history. And two, we can't predict with any accuracy whatsoever what future tax rates will be. Your retirement dollars are in effect subject to the whims of our elected officials. There's a school of thought, though, that organizing your retirement savings differently can potentially put you in the 0% tax bracket. Today, I'm going to walk through the proce- what the process looks like and whether or not the average retirement saver has any chance at all to accomplish the 0% tax bracket. Many of us will, uh, will get Social Security income when we retire, in addition to what we've saved ourselves, or perhaps we'll have a pension. Uh, being able to reach the 0% tax bracket takes intention. This is not going to be accomplished by accident for most people. It is a dedicated process that requires saving for your retirement funds in the right types of retirement accounts. And to do so, we need to define what provisional income is as it pertains to your Social Security income. Provisional income is defined by the IRS as the sum of wages, taxable and non-taxable interest, dividends, pensions, self-employment, and other taxable income plus 50% of your annual Social Security benefits. In English, that says you take half your Social Security benefit and add it to all your other taxable sources of income to arrive at your provisional income. This process determines how much, if any, of your Social Security and other income will be taxed. You will pay taxes up to 85% of your Social Security benefits based on IRS rules if you file a federal tax return as an individual and your combined income is between 25 and 34%. You may pay tax on up to 50%. More than 34000 
and you'll pay up to 85% of your of tax on your benefits. If you file a joint return and your combined income, that is, uh, between 32 and 44, you'll pay up to 50%, and more than 44,000, you'll pay up to 85% of your benefits may be subjected to taxes. Now, if you're married and file separately, you're probably going to pay taxes on your benefits, but that's a different calculation. So how do you save for retirement with future taxes in mind? This is where a financial planner can help you determine the correct mix in your retirement accounts to give you the absolute best shot at a 0% tax rate. Most of us will have a working life somewhere of about 40 years or so. So if you spend less than you earn, live on a budget, and have a plan for your retirement savings, it is absolutely possible to accumulate a large sum of money in 40 years to live on when you retire. I know people that have never made more than $50,000 per year that have over a million dollars saved for retirement. I also know many high wage earners that burned through everything. They may burn through everything they made and have way less than they should, and now they're scrambling to save for the last few years before they retire. So enter the, or the Roth IRA account. Now, the Roth IRA was established under the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997. And this kind of account allows you to save for retirement using post-tax dollars, and the account grows tax-deferred, and the withdrawals that are made in retirement are tax-free. The best part is that the Roth withdrawals do not count towards your provisional income when you are drawing Social Security benefits. Current IRS guidelines allow for individuals under certain income levels to contribute $6,000 per year to their Roth IRA. So making monthly contributions to your Roth IRA over 40 years can add up to a large sum of money. I used my financial calculator and just made some rough calculations and depositing $500 a month with a 6% return on your money, you will have just shy of a million dollars after 40 years tax-free. To make this easy for a podcast and to keep the numbers to a minimum, if you receive Social Security uh, and Roth IRA distributions in retirement, you can be in the 0% tax bracket. If you have other sources of income, like a small pension, tax-deferred savings in your 401k at work, then some computing may be necessary. But it is still possible to be in the 0% tax bracket. So let's do some, some quick calculating. So if you receive $24,000 a year from Social Security, and then you take 50% of that, which is 12000 and you add that to all of your taxable sources of income, which if you're single is probably not a dollar more because the standard deduction is $12,000 right now. And then $14,999 and not a dollar more if you're married and filed jointly, you can still be in the 0% tax bracket. Because if both of you are over 65, your standard deduction is 27000 so this is where your retirement income can get supercharged with a Roth IRA. 
At this point, you can withdraw any amount you want from your Roth IRA and stay in the 0% tax bracket. You want to take $30,000 a year from your Roth IRA? Done. 0% tax bracket. You want to go on that $20,000 Viking cruise? Done. Take the money out of your Roth. 0% tax bracket. Travel for six months all over the world? Money coming from your Roth IRA? Done. 0% tax bracket. Now, we didn't discuss income levels and phase-outs where some people can't contribute directly to a Roth IRA due to income limitations, but it is still possible uh, to put money in a Roth for you folks that are high-wage earners. So perhaps I have a topic for a future podcast. Just know it's possible, even with high incomes, to get money in a Roth. I would love the opportunity to discuss this with you if you're interested. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of the 401 Advisor Podcast. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon. Please send any comments or questions to jim at 401advisor.com, and I will be happy to, to discuss them on a future podcast. 